Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. show live i am the big guy ryback happy sunday ladies and gentlemen wherever you are listening from around the world we are streaming live on instagram and tiktok the big guy ryback 22 thank you very much for joining the live stream the instagram will always shut off after an hour you can continue to watch the show over on ryback tv usually go hour 15 hour 30 hour 40 on here tiktok we usually the stream lasts the entire time but you're more than welcome and encouraged to come on over here to youtube at ryback tv where you are the co-host of this show the ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions go super chats are always greatly appreciated health fitness supplementation mindset pro wrestling life politics you know anything and everything uh in between sports whatever it is life advice i'll do my best on my experience and off of my book you can see in the background wake up over right yeah i can't get my finger that way over there (laughs) wake up it's feeding time available on amazon and paperback audible in kindle formats on that this podcast is available on all podcast platforms itunes reviews are greatly appreciated as well and the show is brought to you by feed me more nutrition my premium supplement line Sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners, vegan friendly for men and women. He, she, and the on feedmemore.com. Formulas three to five times more expensive, if not more than that, than a lot of other companies. Better ingredients, guys, better results. We give you more of the stuff that works. And uh, the majority five star reviewed on the supplements. You could always leave your reviews over on feedmemore.com. Really, really appreciate all the love and support over there, guys. All new customers can save 30%. Discount code Ryback30. I'll have that in the description in the comments here. Ryback30, feedmemore.com, and feedme20 to save 20% for all other regular customers, returning customers. And you get a free bottle of our 123 Muscle Joint Tendon Support Formula, $44.99 value. Yours absolutely free with everything, guys, on there. We've got all the Ryback merch I'm wearing, an always hungry Ryback. It says always hungry on the bottom pull it open like superman we've got all the different merch on there though the only gains is still the the most popular merch tank tops uh workout workout tank tops hoodies beanies quality quality t-shirts guys everything is is in the fulfillment in north carolina is is top notch on all that we've got drinkware i'm using the feed me more nutrition double barreled aluminum water bottle with a bamboo top that screws on Keeps the water ice cold. Ah, 
hashtag hungry. All right. Plugs are out of the way. I know you guys love the plugs. I get them up front, and then we go to the show. Double W in the house. Good to see you, Walter. Yeah, guys, this is the Elimination Chamber edition of the Ryback Show. I did watch the majority of Elimination Chamber. I took some breaks during um, some of the stuff, and uh, I I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, different parts of it, and I'm sure we could we'll, you guys do specific things and questions on that. So if you have questions on the Elimination Chamber, uh, then I will I will get into what I thought about that. Um, I will say I really liked the uh, the Brock Bobby match. I'll say in the in the, in the main with with Roman and uh, Sammy were the two matches I was looking forward to to watching most on there. I liked that they are. Uh, I like the storytelling in the in the Brock Bobby match, and that it is uh, it it is and what I believe from what I'm seeing is that Bobby has has gotten the best of Brock more than Brock has gotten the best of Bobby, which is not normal in Brock Lesnar storylines, but is very fitting with the type of, of, of wrestler and athlete and, and, and person that Bobby is, that, that matches up very well with Brock, right? With that, uh, you know, there's always little things that we could, if, someone else was in charge we would nitpick and well maybe i would have done this here there but i think overall it is it has been done fairly fairly well and they've been able to stretch this out over a good period of time and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like i want it to end yet it feels like i want to now see what is the wrestlemania match going to be and what i believe kind of based what i saw yesterday with with brock doing the 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 low blow was in the master lock uh again the 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 bobby lock whatever whatever the hurt lock sorry on that there I always call it the master lock from from chris masters and uh i think you know, i was is this maybe brock gonna maybe kind of a heel turn at some point full blown again and the cowboy babyface brock is now gonna kind of be the heel cowboy brock which i think is fine to to do he's had the cowboy babyface run for a bit and um, and but what I, I would get, I could see Brock getting the victory, a victory, pinfall victory, uh, more decisively, maybe at WrestleMania, as Bobby's kind of had the upper hand, even though Brock got the pin when he was in the master lock, Bobby laid him back out, and it's just looked like, um, and Bobby's got the best of them multiple times, which, like I said, it's not the norm to see that. Usually, it's Brock doing that to people, right? So, uh, uh, I like the, the the storytelling, and that now we could take this into WrestleMania. And uh, so I liked I liked that, even though it, it could be a little confusing because in this, like both are kind of baby faces, I guess it seems or not. It's, it, 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 it that's the only little thing, but that's where I could see the direction going based off of doing that finish yesterday, the way that they did it. Uh, their DQ, the the DQ. Sorry, so I. Uh, but I, I like how I guess under I guess under Hunter compared to Vince, it feels like things are, are not being rushed as much. Um, whereas in the past, maybe we would have just saw Brock beat Bobby, and that would have been it, and they just go move on, right? I like that this has been done over a period of three, four, maybe five pay per views. Going to be in, in not consecutive months. It's kind of it, we had the Rumble in there, and 
they used that Bobby eliminated him. Like, I just think it's been done. Like, it, and it's even though Brock's not in the main event, you don't need to be in the main event when you're given a good story time and time again. And that's all you want as a talent because you don't, you can't just be in the main event all the time. You can't, I mean, they, you like, unless you're like having a long reign like Roman, you've got to, you've, you've got to, you've got to switch that out with the guys that are hot and not hot. That's the best way wrestling always is with it. Otherwise, it can get stale. And the way that you just have guys either not fighting for titles and storylines, fighting for the other titles. And that's why it's all physical acting with this. And this is it's it's this is where I think it's so important for fans and to understand this and with the talent. And you know, is Brock now not a main event talent because Brock's not working in the main event? No. Is Bobby not a main event talent because he's not working in the main event? No. They they are main event talent working a different spot on the card with that based off of, of different storylines and things going on and other people are in the main event scene right sammy and sammy and and, and and roman with that cody being inserted in the main event scene with that you know it's so there, there's it's a good thing that that's happening and going on and, and giving some other opportunities to talent and uh so that was a match that, that i liked and and then obviously we had the main event and there the the men's elimination chamber i saw oscar won the the women's elimination chamber um, but I, I don't, I don't watch a lot of the women's matches guys. I see parts of it and stuff and, uh, and I'm familiar with some of the talents on there, but I've always been that way. It's never, and it's not a knock or anything. Like I've just never outside of like, I just, I, I, I've watched part of it, but I'm not, I'm not as invested because I'm not wrestling the women. So I'm not, it, it's just not, that's just how my mind works on it. Like I'm. I didn't see a lot of it. I just, I saw that she won. Ryback versus Gunther would rule. That would be a very, very good physical match. I, I like the way that he wrestles a lot. I'll get to your question on the negative reps in a second. That's a good question. Sweet Sugar Sugar, good to see you, buddy. Today is a sad day, big guy. Richard Belzer. Richard, who Richard Belzer has passed away. He played the character Munch on Law and Order SVU. I'm very sorry to hear that, buddy. I, I'm not familiar with the show. Uh, I, I never was a Law and Order guy, but it, I, I'm sorry to hear that. It seems that you were. So, and there's a lot of people passing away. It feels like there's. Uh, I always say, and I try to look at this and like with death and we're never going to fully understand it, but I believe for those of us, and obviously there's ways that we pass away in your sleep or less, less uh, ways that are not as traumatizing, right? I think ideally I would all, we would all want to be passed away in our sleep or comfortable, right? That, and unfortunately there's, there's, that doesn't happen with everybody on that, but, but the process is hopefully typically swift and that but when someone passes away i think then i try to look at this too like because i i want to live i love life and and try to keep myself youthful and i feel better than ever but it's inevitable we're all human we're all we're all the, of us that are alive it's going to happen at some point in time unless the the cloning capabilities and <laughs> whatever you know what i mean but uh i look at it now i i go you know what though to, to, i try to keep a positive like uh did not fear it, not fear it, but and keep a positive is you look at all our relatives or our animals, my dogs and the grandparents and everybody that's passed away. We get to be with them once again when we pass. So I think that's always a, I try to like with anybody 
I try to look at things. I go, well, at least they're reunited with their loved ones with it. And even though we selfishly will miss, but for me, it helps me kind of view it in a more positive light. And even for myself, I go, it, even though we would be sad if something ever happened and like, what about this or that? It's like, at least they'll be reunited with, with past our loved ones. And it keeps it, it for some reason keeps me it, like it, it's a calming effect with it. So, um, Oh, that's just the way that I, I kind of look at it. Uh, and somebody asked, do I do I do a lot of negative reps in my training? So one of the things, Scott, that I've really even become more aware of since even my injuries uh, with my back and shoulder, and now my back's better and my shoulder's almost all better, getting closer and closer, is, uh, and I'm not lifting as heavy as I used to uh, on my upper body, because and even my legs and my legs stay massive and doing this in my upper body, I've kept my weight and I found is when, and it's getting more and more, the better my shoulder gets. Cause it's now on like chest and shoulders. Uh, it, it's trying to feel the weight all the way through. And so this is sometimes a, a big, oftentimes when we go too heavy, we're not really, we're, we're not, we're rushing through and, and it's great to do and it being explosive. And, but when you, you can use lighter weight and still get, if better result even for building muscle and, and keeping your joints and tendons safer and healthier is is using a little bit lighter weight and really controlling it on the way down, taking your time. Some people like to do like two, three seconds, sometimes even five seconds. That's all great. Those are tools to increase uh, intensity in different ways. And then as you're coming up and squeezing the muscle, I'm really, really big on on you know, those three second squeezes and every once in a while, five seconds on different things. And, but like things on like pack deck towards the end of a workout, the final sets really holding and squeezing and really taking my time, especially too, cause I'm controlling my shoulder throughout the range of motion. Certain, those things used to give my shoulder a lot of problems. It'd be, it'd be moving all over the place and grinding. Now I don't get any of that. And it feels good to just get control and increase the weight and keep that same control. And when we can increase the weight with the control, we can really, really, really build some really, really dense quality muscle. And uh, and I've noticed that even like in my chest, my chest is because that was one of the things that got hit the hardest, my chest and shoulders. My chest was always massive. The in, in that sense of like, I remember people used to always, whenever wrestling, they would, Jesus, your chest or my traps. But those are two things that, that stuck out. And it was just big globs of muscle and that because I was always able to train so heavy. And when I had to cut down on all the weight on that, like a lot, those over time that the muscles I noticed in my, I go, my chest is it, even though it's still proportionate and looks good, it, it doesn't hang. It's not as, it, it's not as, it's not what it was with that. But since I've been able to really control the movement and the weight has gone up slowly over all these years of getting it all back, my chest continues. Like, like I joke around, I'm like, I'm getting my tits back. And, uh, but yeah, you can use negatives and there's, there's no right or wrong way to train. It, it's, it's, there's, it's just implementing different techniques. And it, I really believe it's our mindset too, of feeling like we got a great workout and believing we're getting a great workout and telling ourselves we're getting a great workout and that, but you'll hear this with any of the people that really like, it doesn't matter if they're bodybuilders and even if the ones that are on drugs, and because I've heard some of them and they're not, they're not lying. They, they train really hard and do things and they haven't. Some of them have a really good idea on training. They just do that too. But controlling the weight in throughout the range of motion and, uh, you know, you could keep lifting, you could stay healthy, and you could look amazing and be really strong still. 
you know, but you're never going to be too like on that. It's like, well, if you're not training for one rep maxes or two rep maxes on that and you're not getting paid to do it or it's not for a specific meet or you don't have a goal, you know, you want to training for strength and training for size. And even though they can, they can go together and I put them together a lot because it benefits me for wrestling to be a strong to a degree with that there, there's, there's levels to it of, of knowing what you're training for and, and, uh, and giving your body a chance to, to recover because some people just push it, push it, push it, push it, push it, and then they burn out and then they never they don't lift the rest of their lives with that. I think that's a horrible thing. I love working out so much. I'm so much happier when I work out. I want to work out all the way, like all the way until it's over. I want to be healthy, and that's why I made health a number one priority with that. But negatives are great on that, and it's not something you do like all the time, but controlling the weight is something you want to do all the time. You always want to have control of the weight and in your strength, you'll be able to build your strength within that, and you will get better results. Yeah, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu says, when I see young guys with terrible form swinging big weight always annoys me. I keep the workout slow and controlled with a lighter weight. That two to three second squeeze and reps, I feel great after. And yeah, and there's nothing we could do. And that's, again, it's the... The thing is, if you see that happening, it's like you're better off just like ignoring it and like getting away because it's not our, it's not, they're, they're going to learn at some point in time. They're just at a stage and, um, and I love lifting heavy, but it's lifting heavy though, with still with good form. And it's always okay to get a little extra when you, there, there is a benefit to training heavier and using a little bit of the body motion. And you don't want to be swinging too much, but using your body on little things. You could really, really, it does help overall, but you're still not going so far out of your range. Like we all know, like when somebody grabs a, a pair of, 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 you know, 90 pound dumbbells and they can't, they can't get it up without like, they're like just throwing it is, you know what I mean? And that's where you're just like, okay, and it's that's ego lifting. I've seen it on the leg press with people that throw all the weight on the leg press and don't do, don't do proper, like literally just doing little one inch movements. But my thing is, I go, hey, maybe they're just want to feel the weight, and they just want to see, if, you know, what that weight feels like, or they're training for the the end portion, or whatever it is. But I, I just, it, they will figure it out at some point, or they won't, and they, it is what it is. Um, so I try not to get too preoccupied because I have no control over any of that, and uh, but it, but it does exist, and it's often too like young people, and they. We don't know. We, I didn't know until I learned it when I was younger, and I had a, a, a drive to want to know and had some good coaches and whatnot. And but others don't have all that, and you know, you just you go in there, and they, they just they don't they don't know, and uh, and you could always too. And there's nothing ever wrong. And I know, but we live in a day and age where it's, it, 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 you never know what you're going to get with somebody. Um, but but if you ever see somebody lifting like that. You know, and you, it's just, it really is bothering you. There's nothing ever wrong with just going over and just simply offering a little piece of advice and uh, not saying they're going to be receptive to it or anything. In this day and age, there's a chance that they won't be, especially if they're younger. With that, we've seen how that can be a generation on different things. And, uh, but you never know if it bothers you that much, or you could always have, you know, hey, have a link to a good YouTube page on working out and, things and like hey there's this youtube thing and uh 
this link on on exercise stuff and it, it really helped me a lot i think you might like it and like you could always just like do something like that that's a little less harmless where you're not where they could go watch and maybe they will pick up on some of it and go oh man i'm not really doing this right but you didn't really tell them that you let them kind of figure it out on their own you know that's not a bad idea with that and in, in where if it something that really bothers you but at the end of the day it, the people it's up to them if they want to improve and get help or or strive to learn more Scott, thank you very much. It says, I love the way you take your time with each question and love listening to you. Cheers. Thank you very much. I just try to elaborate. This is why, let me, one of the reasons why I went to this format of the show over those, I talked about, I got sick of trying to schedule interviews and some people canceling and like me having to do stuff. And they're like, hey, can we do it then? And I'm like, I'm busy then. And it really, really bothered me on it. And like, it was, uh, and it, it happened not a lot, but it happened enough, especially towards the end. And I was just, I go, there has to be a better way. And I go, everybody's having guests on. All the same guests are doing all the shows. It's like, and I go, what if I just talk to people and make them kind of like the co-host and answer their questions? Because I would get a lot of DMs and I always get a lot of DMs with people like, like, like kind of life advice questions. And I tried to respond to these for a period of time on, on like Instagram. And then it got so bad. Like it just, cause I think people tell other people and then, but they, it, each person would just keep, at, I didn't have time. And I, one question would turn into to getting 50 messages from some people, a lot of people. And it, because I think that this is an unfortunate thing. And I understand that people, I think, from watching in pro wrestling, uh, that, that, that they, they get really excited. And rather than playing just normal and like where, and then occasionally messaging, like even the people I'm closest to, we don't talk all the time just here and there. But when somebody gets a question, then all of a sudden they just keep going and they don't, they don't really realize like, Hey, there's only one of this person who's doing this. Uh, and, and there's probably a lot of people like me and I go, there has to be a better way. And I go, what if I just answer people directly on the show and their problems or their questions and help however the best of my ability. And if I don't know, I don't know, but they can, it's at least you could this, but there's other people probably with those same issues and they can, then it's out there for everybody. And I, it also benefits me. I can plug my, my supplements and stuff. It helps me get people to know me over time. You get to know my personality, my sense of humor. And then if you see something that lies are being said, you kind of go, oh, that's probably joking on that. Or like, I, I don't think, he, you know what I mean? And so there's there's that, there were multiple reasons why I went into that. And it, again, I look, I go, how many other people are doing the, the show where they let the, the the people ask the questions outside of like doing lives? I go, but this is going to be the show. And then the pro wrestling. And then I've got my guys that could take the clips and then I could put the clips on the show for the for the wrestling and the stuff or if it's a certain topic that is relevant. And then it, people that just want to watch the clips could watch that. And it still allows me to talk about, you know, the things I, I love and enjoy. And But you guys are the ones that are here it's, or the show. Like it, it's you you ask the questions and so i feel like that's the best way rather than me just do a show and talk to people maybe we're talking about stuff nobody really cares about or that's not relevant but on on this it's directly what you guys hey this is what we want an answer to or this is what what do you think on this or how would you handle this i don't know i just uh i i enjoy it more too Good to see all of you guys. Hello, hello. Yeah, Jeremy, good question here. What are my thoughts on Sami Zayn's match and Bloodline storyline and Elimination Chamber last night? 
So, yeah, what did I think of the Roman Reigns, uh, Sami Zayn main event last night, Elimination Chamber in Montreal? Great crowd last night. Great crowd. Um, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I want to wait and see where they're going to go with things based off what I've seen, based off what I kind of thought, because you have to look at Roman is the guy for them. He's heavily protected. I think, and, and with Hunter, and I don't know what they're going to do yet, but what it, I won't be shocked if it goes directly into Roman with Sammy losing. And for the people that didn't see, so we touch on this, it was uh, Jimmy Uso came down, a lot of near falls, a lot of, lot of false finishes, a lot of big moves. Sammy showed a lot of heart. That was the, the, the in his hometown. Uh, letting him, a guy that they normally would never let him kick out of that many spears and different super kicks, and Jimmy Uso running down and super kicking him three times and hitting him with the splash finish, and Roman pinning him and him, him barely getting his shoulder up. I thought, even though I wouldn't have done that many different big, big things, but him showing that heart and he, he how important this was to him, that that is, in, in everything, how personal it was with Roman, I thought that all really, really came through really good in the storytelling last night and, and a great job by all involved. Uh, with that. And then eventually Jay Uso coming in and Rant and Sammy accidentally going to spear Roman, I believe, and spearing spearing um Jay Uso, uh allowing Roman to to beat him finally after after a great match, I thought. And uh I don't think the crowd it was it was very the crowd was all over Roman all throughout all of it and very pro Sammy obviously. But it felt like the crowd was really upset and like not like it was more and it was silence kind of like and it was I go, ah, I don't know, like knowing what I know about how they do stuff. And I won't be shocked, like I said, if it goes now, if they're going to because if they have their plans, you guys, what you guys, when they have their plans, they've got their plans. And when it was under Vince and it's probably Vince is still connected to all this with Hunter. And you know, if they really just want it to be Roman Cody now, they will they will do that. But I will say there is a way that this could could still change. Uh I don't know if they're gonna eventually I talked about this weeks ago or a month ago where I go, I won't be shocked if they did the Usos versus Sammy and KO because it's so hard to get on WrestleMania and get in it with a storyline. Um and then so if you and so it's just say by chance, so like Sammy somehow got inserted into the main event with, with Roman and, and, and Cody with that. Like now you've got Kevin Owens who's involved in this bloodline storyline and has been to a degree. Right. And like, he's kind of left hanging. What, what will he do with it? And so that's where it gets where they kind of look at things and they set some things up. And sometimes even though it might not be the best creative thing for a certain person, it is the right thing to do to get the talent onto the card in a, an important way still. And so this is, these are things that have to be factored in too when you look at what how things are being done. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to wait. I want to see what the storyline, how it's going to progress. I think that, that it everybody's going to want to see. And I hope, I hope it's just, I just hope it's done, continued to be done right all the way to Mania, which it probably hopefully will be. But I still think it's, I think there were a lot of people that wanted to see Sammy have that moment in in, in Elimination Chamber, and it wouldn't have hurt Roman at all. 
outside of it depends. I don't know what their goals are with the total time period. If they want Cody to be the one that takes the titles off, like I don't, maybe Rock's still coming back. We don't know about, but we just don't know what that ultimate plan is. And I, I think that's a good thing that we don't know because that keeps it kind of fresh and exciting with that. But you know, ah, I wanted, I wanted to have been mad at Sammy winning and having that moment in Montreal and having just a one month title reign and then let do a triple threat. You know, I wouldn't even be upset with him having a one-week title reign in Roman and they do everything and they screw him out and they get the title off of him. At least we had the moment and he has that for the rest of his career still because that was a very rare special thing that that prop will not that doesn't happen that often, right? And uh I, I, I so but still nobody could take away that night from Sammy the, the smackdown before and that in the build up. I think and here another way to look at this is if you took Sami Zayn where what he was doing prior and when you inserted him into the bloodline storyline when this all got started, if you would have said Here's the deal, Sammy. We're going to put you in the storyline uh, because you're not really, we're not really spinning your wheels kind of right now. You've been used off and on. And even though you've been great in everything you've, you've been given, but we're going to insert you into this main event storyline. You're going to become the number one baby face or arguably one of the top baby faces in the company in a matter of, of however long it was, eight months, a year, however long he's been involved. If you would have said that from the start, we're going to insert you in this storyline. You're going to be featured in the main storyline on revolving around all of our shows for the next year. And it's going to culminate with you uh, in Roman in a main event match in your hometown of Montreal. Uh, and then that's going to piggyback into you and Kevin Owens in a tag match for the tag championships that you probably will win at WrestleMania with that. I think if you look at it that way, and like where Sammy was, he, yeah, I'll, I'll sign up for that. You're going to make more money than you've ever made. You're going to do that. Like you're going to have all these cool moments. You're going to make all this merchandise money. Like, so look at it like that too. So and this is something I just being involved. You, there's always some positives in this stuff with that outside of, even though that you didn't get the one thing with it, but it's just physical acting. So, but look at, he's being featured much better. Right. And so that's an important thing to look at when we, when you watch things as well that I know and that I could, but I could share that with you guys other aspects of this, of what goes on and, and to help you maybe understand why certain things happen or this and that. And there's some things we won't understand why they happen, but it is, that, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I know what, and I know what you mean when you say, I think WWE dropped the ball on that. Roman would not have been hurt by a loss last night. The stars aligned for something special. And I wish WWE took advantage of it. And yeah, and I and again, but again, we don't know, you know, what those final plans are. Even though I, I do, I don't think a loss hurt. And you know, and just say for whatever reason, say the Rock, say Cody's not winning at WrestleMania, and say the Rock's coming up, and they're going to set something up for for SummerSlam because Rock could be free. Just and maybe they wanted this to be at Mania, but Rock couldn't get free, and but SummerSlam he could. So we don't know this yet. This is why I'm just – so maybe there's just – and they don't want anything happening to that long title reign until they've got the, the mainstream rock coming in, right? And so that – we don't know that. But based off the past, they've done this without that being the case with things. And uh, and I'm with you. I thought they could have really done something really cool like that last night. And even if it was a one, two, or three week, because we still got like five, six weeks till Mania – 
even if it was a, a short title reign, and then then the bloodline gets gets it set up and they screw him out of the title on on a main event for Raw or SmackDown, which would be which be a good thing to do for TV to you know that would get a rating. It would definitely spike the rating for that segment doing that on TV with Sammy being hot. But you know we we unfortunately. But when that happens, that's why I just share what I shared with you. So at least maybe we get at least we had to just see what happens. And you know, it might just turn around where Rock doesn't come at Mania, Cody just beats him, and then 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 we could say, okay, yeah, that really sucks. They didn't do that, right? But I'd say just let's try to hold off until to see what the story how it unfolds. And um, but but I understand that why you feel the way that you do. This is a good yeah. Grim Reefer says, I know you talked about Bobby versus Brock already, but you left out how Bray Wyatt challenged the winner. Weird to have a DQ and Lee Bray in limbo, so to speak. Very good point. Bray Wyatt did. I think did he make a tweet uh that that he wanted the winner of this? Now that could have just been Bray doing something to try to create interest to try to get something for WrestleMania because maybe Bray doesn't have anything for WrestleMania, believe it or not. I don't know. This, this, there's a lot of times, big names and big things, they don't have anything going into Mania where they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to be on the card with that. And because uh, you got a lot of talents there. And, and so, uh, yeah, I don't know how Bray's going to fit in. I don't know if that was – because oftentimes, two other times, the, the social media team, it will come from the meeting. They will come out and they go, you need to send out this tweet uh, or – like, like, and they'll show you the, they'll, they'll type it up for you even. Like they go, can you send this out? And then or they go, if you want to change a couple little things, but this is the, the, the point of the message. And then there's other times they go, Vince wants this ex- exactly as is tweeted out with that. And, um, and so that, that happens and when I was there, at least I'm sure more than ever it happens. So I don't know if that was a, a WWE directive for Bray. Now, if that was, there's definitely going to be probably something, a way, a plan to insert him then uh, with that. But if not, if that doesn't happen, my guess would be that maybe that was just Bray taking a, a stab in the dark and seeing if maybe that could create some interest with with that and him not knowing what the finish was going to be. It's very possible because there's nothing in like a tweet like that is not anything that's not like caught. Let's not, you know, you're not doing anything bad in that. You're just simply, oh, I want the winner in that. And, and if that generated enough interest, then then maybe WWE would go, oh, let's do let's do Bray Brock at WrestleMania. And that would be Bray trying to get himself onto the card in a big way, right? Which is which is cool. That's what you you want your talent to want to be as he should be involved, right? So um that would be again just my speculation on on what that is or could be on that. You know, to another thing I will touch on about the Sami Zayn thing, you know what I will say we talk about WWE and their plans. I think what we have is a really exciting possibly five or six weeks because if WWE does kind of demote Sammy in the way, and I say demote in like where he's like the crowd is very pro Sammy right now, but it is a really cool thing to see this happen with somebody that's been there. Right. It's almost kind of, I don't, and I looked at the hair and like, it reminds me a little bit of Daniel Bryan in that, that I go, this is really interesting. I wonder if the people will let it be known that they want Sammy in the main event. And that's what I would suggest that for everybody that really does. And you want to see maybe if they, 
try to disrupt WWE storylines in a bit of chanting, we want Sammy. When it's Roman out there, whoever Cody out there, say, we want Sammy. And that and that's not, if you really genuinely feel that way and you take over the show in that way, kind of like what happened with Daniel Bryan and the Yes Movement, with that, granted, things lined up and th- injuries happened, the punk walked out, that, right? But the crowd got so hostile because they, they're sick of this happening. And, and let's go, there's another opportunity with Sami Zayn to really go, no, we want Sammy to have his moment. He he earned our respect and he's had our respect and he's entertained us and made this thing what it is. And no, we want Sammy right now. That's up to you guys to do. And that's where fans have control in a cool way, right? And, and it's not where you're messing up the whole show, you're, but it's creating a very real powerful emotion based off how you feel with that. So we'll see if the crowd is, is, is if that's how they feel or not. There's, I don't know if we, it reminds me of the Daniel Bryan thing in a way, but I don't know, can we have that again? Possibly, but only time will tell. Bray Howdy versus Brock Bobby. Not, I wouldn't be against that at all. That would be, uh, what if we were going to do that, which I would be all for, and I would be for Bray and Howdy getting the win, I would have a segment with Brock and Bobby, like they're going to lead into WrestleMania with the reveal of Bray and then the reveal of Uncle Howdy or the reveal of Uncle Howdy being done at WrestleMania, which would not make me upset. That actually is be, would be what, what I would do to, to get people to, to want to tune into WrestleMania even more for that. And attack, But I would have them attack them together in which that would, by default, kind of align Brock and Bobby, even though they might not want to, but it kind of there's something to throw a wrench kind of in this program for the moment. But then one of them, maybe Brock, goes full heel and turns on Bobby costing them the match at WrestleMania so we we could protect them and their storyline keep that progressing and we get Uncle How we get Uncle Howdy and Bray a big win together with the reveal of Uncle Howdy now we're doing good business see how things kind of work where you can you can do things and not bury people but you can keep things moving along in the right direction that's what I would do if I'm sitting in the creative meetings uh, yes sir this is uh my my suggestion okay I'll shut the fuck up <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking. Oh, I've got some super chats up here. Uh, another one. Uh, what do you think of Ariel Hawani sitting, uh, slating Khan and calling him a snowman and Michael Cole taking shots at Khan at the chamber through Ariel Hawani? I did notice one of Michael Cole's comments on this. So I stay away from this. I, I've, I've told you guys how I feel about media and journalists uh, in general. And uh, I. I See, WWE has formed a relationship with him, and he does some different things with them. And so whenever you have a relationship, he's getting paid working relationship. So he's going to completely favor that company. This is why I say with people that, with WWE that are getting paid by them, when they you got to always take that into account in that, because it completely alters the way that you do interviews and what you talk about or don't talk about on things on that. Um, I I, I just tell you, I'm not a a fan of... uh, a lot of media and journalists and they, they, they create hate and controversy for people that they don't have to, to profit. I think it's the, one of the, I think it's personally the lowest way form of way of living and to make money. 
in this world. They're well, like the way below sex workers, what anybody views as like negative, like prostitutes or strippers. Like I think journalists, people that profit off of other people's lives, you know, granted, I think it's good journalism is we, that is what we strive for and want and people that are honest and that don't give their opinions, but just give facts that I'm not really counting them. I'm counting people that infuse their opinion on and, and try to convince others that their opinion is blended in with these facts or these lies and to alters people's moods to align with their mood, right? I think that's a very dangerous thing and, and to be paid for it with that and then to profit off of it. So I stay away like with all of that, like, I don't want to, like, this is where I say, like, coming back, I don't want to do interviews with these people. I don't want to, I block a lot of them. I just stay, I don't, I don't want to associate, Hey, you're going to do what you're going to do. I just don't want any part of it. If I ever want to talk, if I want to do a thing, I don't want to go do the press conference where all these people want to want to try to manipulate things and have done me dirty for so many years. No, I'm just going to talk to the people on my own like this. And, and that way that's it. And, and I'm going to profit off of it. I'm going to profit off of it with it you know so and i'm not gonna and i'm not gonna i don't have to do it by by doing what they do so but yeah wwe I've, they've had relationships with all these companies like i told you guys the sportster the, that company we had to take all these articles down when i left they pushed out all these facebook articles all these things by the sportster uh different ones that they they're they're, they're partners with and i knew this at the time but they hadn't publicly announced it yet and they they were just coming up with all these hateful negative things about me that weren't true on it to try to just to damage the brand when I walked out as much as possible on it. And, and they had to take them down. They they got a legal letter. We had to pay. We got them down with that. And but then they kept putting them up. And I just go, this is never going to end, which was kind of motivated me to create my content even more. I go, oh, well, I'm just going to be me and let people decide then. So, that, you know, they, they can't judge by me playing a role on TV. What kind of person, even though I had a lot of interviews and stuff, I go, we're going to give them interviews most days of the week. We'll let them know me. And then they'll know those things are fake when they see them. And then, oh, we're going to shadow ban and suppress everything. They'll try to hurt you. Well, I'll find other ways around it some point in time. But, um, yeah, that lets you know the 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 and I saw AEW, Tony Khan had made comments about Ariel and, you know, because I know Ariel wasn't too kind about the things. And who are you? And my thing is, like, who are you? People, like, I, I just feel like the, the ego's out just too much. You're not, you're not a talent. You're not, you're not, you're not in the physical realm of things. You, you, you associate with them by making money off of them. And, you know, I just, I just stay away. That's all. But but Tony, you know, when somebody goes on his show and and then you you know that's like I can't imagine. I, I just imagine I, I had guests on for for years on here that I had a guest come on and and I'm kind and respectful to them and, and uh, while they're on the show and then the show's over then I go and just bash them. Um, what a that was man, what a horrible interview, right, guys? Man, didn't yeah, what that guy sucked. And then, like, you know what I mean? That you would look, I'd go like, "Oh, that's kind of a low deal. Let's low brow. Like, what's wrong? Why are you?" And then, then it's fake, because that's not how you were. If that's how you felt, why didn't you do that on your show? Clearly, that's how you felt. You didn't. Why weren't? Didn't you have the balls to keep asking? Why didn't you keep pursuing? Why? That's on you. You're just mad at yourself with it. And then to go do that with a guest that, that takes the time to come on your show like that and. But he, that just seems, it just strikes me as to how he is, is petty. And I'll go in relationship with the WWE. 
Like that, that's like that wouldn't have shocked me if that's how that like panned out. Just say it. So I stay away, stay away from all of it with them. And it is, uh, but you see, they, they feed into things and do things and, and take little shots. And this is why I say you guys, I've given you guys the straight facts on how they are with what they do with me and what they've done. I, and it's not good. It's not good. Like there's just no need for it. Super chat project brainchild. Thank you very much. Coming into the 999. In your opinion, when two wrestlers legitimately don't like each other, does it make for a better, stiffer match, or do they just not cooperate with one another? He ever have you ever ran across this situation? Um, so when somebody there's different times you different people uh where they're not given their best effort. And it just the match quality just kind of is down. I'll tell you, guy, Punk didn't like to put a lot of stuff. I always, everybody else I worked with, for the most part, like it was we're, we're together, we're thinking of things, and like, and like I, I didn't get that with Punk, and I think then with the issues, but that that causes the matches to be more basic and to be things because you can't plan out as elaborate things or doesn't want to do anything or this and that. It had nothing to do with like injuries, just him just having a bad attitude with it, and that that happened. Like, I never, ever in a million years would take that into a match. I, you know, no matter what, even if I didn't, like, you know, and I always say this, it doesn't matter if you're asked to win or lose and to play that role, it's physical acting. You never want to take whatever your frustrations are with the company or with, with that, with the booking. Once it's decided and you you have no, that it is what it is, it is then your job to give everything you got to make that as good as possible. As a professional to the people, to the fans, and to that other talent. Because if the roles were reversed, you would want that other talent to, to give you, to give you that. And that was one of the things that always bothered me with Punk was, and it was for him. It wasn't me going over, it was for him with that. And it was like, you're going to have that kind of attitude and you're you're going over. You're getting to break it, a, a big undefeated streak too, to help you be more legitimate to go onto the rock. Right? And that's where I just say, like, there's, the truth always wins, and, and it, was, it, it all stems from massive, massive inflated ego, overinflated ego. With that, and he was he was by far the worst of anybody I've ever dealt with, and a whole like by far, just a whole other. And, and the, the truth is is always backed me up on this, and you guys have seen it for yourself with it. So, but still does good things. I can still compliment him. He still does good things with it, but there's just there's some 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 heavy heavy baggage with all of that. But uh, um. You'll have guys, if guys, you know, too, like guys that, you know, if I wrestled Sheamus, we're going to have a physical, intense match. If I wrestled McIntyre, we're going to have a physical, intense match. And I get along great with those guys. We just like to, like, we're, we want to be physical. We're taught, hit hard in the safe places, especially when you look like killers. You work like killers with that. And it's not hurting people. It's not injuring people. But it's, you cannot throw fluff. And if you throw fluff, you will be, you will be gone. You will be gone quick. You cannot throw fluff and, and look look like like we do right um but like two if if you got guys that just if it, if something happened i i can't speak for other talent like i just would think i've seen it happen and like i said with, with punk where you just don't get it they're not you're not getting their creative best on things it's just kind of it it, it, it just there's there's a blockage on that um you so you never want to just go out either because this is if you were to just even like if you were to go out there and to go to business for yourself and you don't get along with a guy, 
you know, at the worst, it would be you guys just don't call the match and you go out there and that's where it, but in this day and age, I can't even tell you the last time that I could even see that and think that was happening. You know, I know it used to happen a lot more, probably WCW, the attitude error, maybe where guys, things were more hectic and drugs were involved. So probably tempers and moods were, were all over the place and where guys were a little more, and things were calling things in the ring were a little more common back then. Not everything you would have, you'd have the TV and stuff planned out and finishes and, but getting there was a little less organized, and which is why things when things are less organized, things get basic. Like if you were to get if you this would happen to today, <clears throat> if you had Seth Rollins and Kenny Omega, <clears throat> and you go, you guys, and you just out of the blue, you just guys go out on TV, go now, music's hitting, no time to talk. Uh, Seth Rollins over, and and they just had to go out there and do a ten minute match on the fly in front of people. It's going to be a lot more basic than it would be if they had time to plan for a, a 10 minute TV match. Right. Because it, it, you can only talk in, in small amounts. You can't call these huge elaborate spots <clears throat> that with a lot of different flips and timing of things and encounters, that is a lot more into to know where they, they, to be on the same page, you know, you can still do some things and act and react and, but it's not going to be at the level it would be if it was planned with that. But but um, I, I think that that's like I, I, that would be you don't want to ever go out there those where I was getting at on that and be unprofessional and like uh, and, and not working with the person in any way shape or form because then that's gonna you're like there's a good chance that that's how you you get yourself in a bad position in wrestling because the trust factor is now now out the window and then it's a business built around trust and doing good business and 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 you know what I mean. You know, if a talent were to, to let it get personal and the things and the, the match is really sloppy and then they, they just say they go, screw this, and they just start unloading on the person and, and just knock them out cold in the middle of the ring. And that's not what was the, the other person was supposed to win. And, like, that person would be – it'd be very difficult to salvage that and to salvage your career on a meltdown like that unless it was, like, something that was completely justified and it was self-defense. Like, the other person – went to started trying to hurt you and do that. And you had to, now you're in fight mode. Like, because of, you know what I mean? That's a little different than that person, but for the person to initiate it and do that, like it, it's, you never want, you never want that to happen. You don't. Super chat. Thank you, Ryan Woodridge, uh, Woodridge. Ryback, have you heard about Mr. Anderson wrestling training school in Minnesota before? And would you go there and help training athletes? I love Mr. Kennedy. I liked him when he was Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Anderson after. I actually did a, a signing one of them, and he was at one of them many years ago. This was maybe 2017. Maybe even ended 2000. Yeah, 2017 probably. And... uh that's good. I'm happy he has a wrestling school with all that. I, I will not be moving to Minnesota or doing that. I, I'm training and getting ready for myself to, to return to wrestling as running Feed Me More Nutrition, which is a full-time job with all of that. So on top of everything I do with all the social media and then people that do work and there's a lot with all of that. So, but I, that's, I think that would be I've talked about it. If you go to a wrestling school, you want to go to a wrestling school, somebody that's been there and done it. And he's been there and done it and done very well.
I'm not I the, I'm not a NASCAR guy, but I will say I, I don't I can't tell you like I I don't I've never really I've seen it outside of like a, a small little clip here and there, but I've never like just sat and watched NASCAR. Um, but two of my movies I love, Days of Thunder, Tom Cruise is up there with one of my favorite movies, and uh, Talladega Nights with with Will Ferrell. So uh, I, I do I don't have a problem with it. They, they could make some make some of my favorite movies. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. San says, Ryback, what's your take on Dax from FTR having backstage heat for his podcast? Personally, doesn't seem like active working wrestlers should have podcast causes more issues. Um, so I have not, I've, I've seen that he has it on there and, uh, and he, I've just seen like little bits and pieces on it, whatever you see on social media on that. Um, I've heard him in interviews and I've obviously seen him on TV, the different things from WWE and then with AEW. Uh, I understand what you're saying on that. And again, so here's where you get, there's, yeah, it's a difficult thing, uh, but the times are different. We just are in a different day and age, but anytime anybody in, so you can't fault anyone. If they're just being genuine and real and giving their honest opinion, Right. But unfortunately, we live in, in pro wrestling. It's physical acting, so it's not like it, it's like a it's not like a a, a basketball player uh, or, or, or a star running back or Tyree Kill for the Dolphins doing a podcast, right? Where they talk and give their honest opinion about things, in which people get mad at them for their opinions because they don't agree with it, right? Which is the same thing happening here. The problem with pro wrestlers, though, in doing it, unless you have a specific contract is in the, where you can protect things as far as the, you're dealing with a very super more political than any other business and, and emotions and physical acting where, you know what I mean? That it, you, it's, it's not as defined of where I'm just going to go out and just keep doing my thing. Cause I'm the starting star wide receiver and it's my contract and like them, they're not going to take me out of the game for just talking about the game. Right. But in wrestling, if you talk about the game and you give your honest opinion, and you've got to be conscious of this as a talent too. You 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 want to be careful how you word things about people you work with or, or at other companies that you may be working with again, be, be, because it's 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 just different on that. And so, and, and too, but you got to another thing that we happens is, and it's happened to me. I've heard it happens to anybody that does these shows is people take things out of context too. And but this is a problem with wrestlers is people, you just see headlines. So, you know, and, and then you form opinions and, and you may not go listen because no people, you, now you got to take time out of your day to go to stop and go find what was said. And it, it could be a real chore and a hassle. So you, and then you've got people, other people tweeting, stirring up drama because they just read a clickbait headline that wasn't necessarily true. It was taken out of context. And now you, they're feeding into it and you're seeing it. And then you get upset, right? Now you're already upset with it now then if you buy now we got to rely on that you go and hear it and realize that it wasn't met in that context or or maybe it was on that particular thing and so it's a tough thing unless you're doing you know i think you like this version of the show we're talking about storylines in the business that would have to that would have to alter a little bit on and maybe the way right on on how unless it's in the contract to go hey 
I do my deal. I talk about the business. It's a pretty overwhelmingly positive show, but I give my honest opinion on things. And, and I mean, that's in my contract that I'm allowed to do that. Right. And then there's no repercussions or ramifications of anything. You know what I mean? That, that, that so it's tough. I, I know what you mean, but when you talk about the business or there's people that you don't like and you talk about that, you don't like them. And then you got to go to that same building and work with them. But it's kind of like, Oh, I know how you really feel. Right. Whereas, but maybe if you're just interviewing guests and you kind of keep it on people, maybe it's just in finding a way to, to keep it. If that's, I'm, and I'm talking about in his case, maybe alter the show a little bit and you have, you have just people on and you keep it more uh, on their careers and right. And, but he might not enjoy that as much. So it's, it's a tough thing, but you can't, you can't just say like, no, we can't, people can't have podcasts and shows and brands. And I, cause I think that's really important. And in this day and age, I think it's important to get to know talents and the people playing the characters in the roles. And you can see the ones that are like their characters or have traits of their characters. I think it can form a much closer connection to, to talents and fans than ever previously had, even though there was always that mystique in things that, that was always, it was, that was because people just didn't have access to more with it. Right. And now we do. And I think it, it can, if you're smart with it and good with it, it can make you bigger and better than ever. And it, you can, like this, I, have, I think people didn't have relationships with, with, with fans and people like this in the 80s and 90s, right? How many people would have loved to, to be able to sit down and talk to Hulk Hogan back in the 80s and 90s, had conversations? I'm just giving you to people, like your favorite, whoever your favorite talent is, plug it in, right? It's a, it's a cool thing with it and you know obviously having a business and you know i don't know but if they have merch and different things it's beneficial to them to be able to do that but you just that, that that's, that's just my take and I, i've thought about that too you would go back you know it, it's you know if i w were to to talk about somebody in not a favorable way even like i don't know i'm trying to give an example of something i've done but you know even the you know just talking about the options on the the, the sammy storyline and suggesting people cheer for him you know, say that I was under contract, just a regular contract, and I'm, I'm talking about this, and then say that starts happening because of the interview that I did where I said that or the show that I did and I said that. And then, like, Hunter and everybody, like, Jesus, now you're messing up our plans. Like, because you went out there and said, you know what I mean? So that there's always going to be that risk and possibility. It's just something you got to just, like, you got you to gotta account for it with it. But I've never heard him, like, say anything that that's – for me personally on there that where I'd be like, Oh my God, but I don't listen enough. I'm sure you have examples of things that have happened. I don't, I so I don't know. But we live in a world guys that feeds off of drama. That's 24 seven. People are making posts to create drama. People are responding and reacting to drama. Hey, Sophie, Sophie came running in. What are you doing? They went to the park earlier. Got out and got my coffee. Uh, but we live in a world that of, of, of that hate, negativity, fear, and drama, and BS is what is fueled if we are not careful and, and controlled of what we see. Even me, I'm controlled and careful, and I, I see it, and I have to like get away from it and like as much as possible because it's being fed to all of us in equal amounts, I would imagine, with that. So Scotty, thank you about my Twitter that I deserve to keep it. We're waiting. And they, they Twitter has admitted I'm still shadow banned again. They closed another case. I can't even tell you. It's been hundreds of cases. Uh, I keep continuing to tweet Elon. 
and my my account has been really bad still and it's just they keep shadow banning it over and over and over again no reason given and it's i i like i mentioned this i firmly believe there's somebody with wwe has a connection where they're able to just keep this i don't even think elon i would i would bet the world elon can't see my tweets i would bet you they have a code in there where i'm just non-existent to him would not shock me one bit that's why i'm glad other people and i'm sure they have the ability to even put the retweets and things it's i'm just waiting for them to fix the algorithm you guys are going to see when they fix the algorithm and my account jumps up to to getting hundreds of thousands of, of impressions again and thousands of likes like i do on my other social media you're going to go oh he wasn't lying and we've already seen that when i switched private right when i switched the account to private it, for two days when they elon told people that it bypassed the algorithm and then somebody went in there somebody had to have gone in there and changed the algorithm on the private whether it was just for me or for everybody on that and again shadow banned again but i had hundreds of thousands of impressions on multiple posts uh in, in a two-day period and then it crashed back down to under 0 0.5 now i've been getting one to two thousand impressions on a lot of them so mm -hmm. you can't you just can't do anything when, when that's happening yeah hold on okay we're gonna have to this is weird weird uh comment of the day you're not loyal to the oath you could speak out against it emmett is a sorcerer tortures men women and children we have to save innocent people it is my job and duty as the highest rate ranked mason all right buddy well i uh, wish you the best in your quest um but uh i ain't afraid to to, to meet hook and shell shock a highest ranked mason mason so uh bye bye out of Rybackville forever preach on to somebody else because you don't want to be heard here i i think i missed a super chat one second guys from sweet sugar sugaru I got to scroll up. It's not showing up on the screen, Tyler. So when it happens, I got to scroll. Ryan, Rocky, Project Brainchild. Was it above that? Sweet sugar, sugar. <laughs> yep, I found it, Tyler. You know what match we haven't seen in a while and probably won't see again for a long time? The Punjabi, Punjabi prison match. Uh, I like that match a lot. I remember that. And the last time was with Jinder, right? It's still possible with Jinder. Great Khali still working out and staying in, in good shape over in India. I don't I think we could see I, I think we see another one. Punjabi prison match. I remember Batista was it Batista and Kali? And then and Kali. I know Kali was involved in Jinder. Was it Jinder and Orton in the Punjabi prison match? The other one? I want to be in a Punjabi prison match. That's what I, that's if you, somebody's not booked on WrestleMania right now, a talent, you, you just go to Hunter and you say, I want to be in a Punjabi prison match at WrestleMania against Jinder Mahal. That would be for my suggestion to all WWE talents that, that are not on the main event, the WrestleMania card yet. Punjabi prison match with, with Jinder and the other guy, the Veer Mahan, they're in NXT, right? Punjabi, a tag, 
Punjabi prison match at WrestleMania. I'm trying to get booked against those two guys. Hail Marys. This is Hail Mary season, folks. WrestleMania, if they don't have you, like Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, that I'm glad to see, and they got everybody tied in with Seth making comments about Logan Paul on social media and interviews, and, and made it look like it was there was real life heat there. And then Logan Paul comes out and cost him. I love booking like this. It, it's just so simple, and it, it, it doesn't take a lot of work, but it, it gives us a good thing. Now the story is going to be of how good they make it, which I have a feeling they'll make it a lot, a lot better. So we're going to have Seth and Logan Paul. It looks like at WrestleMania, and that buildup will begin probably this upcoming week. And uh, yeah, but the, the Hail Mary season. If not, if you don't, if they don't have a plan for you, and it's not communicated, you're 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 throwing Hail Marys. Hail Marys, Boogeyman. Get somebody pitch a segment to get the Boogeyman to to give you worms and to, to get you have a promo, but you're interrupted right away by the Boogeyman, and you, in, in, and that gives a cool Boogeyman, and that gives you something different on the card, right? Goldberg's calling Hunter right now. He's like, please, I want my retirement match with Ryback. I want to put him over so badly at WrestleMania before I'm too old. You know, he's throwing the Hail Mary out there. With the... <laughs> uh, uh, good question. Do you watch the XFL? Thoughts on the XFL being back? So, by the way, Justin Roberts just called me the other day uh, from AEW. I mean, he's been on my podcast. I've known him for years in WWE. Uh, great guy. I love Justin. I uh, hadn't talked to him in a while. Last time he was out here with Dolph, I didn't hang out with him. I'm notorious for blood. Like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like 50-50 of hanging out with Dolph when he's in town because he doesn't ever come my way. It's always I like, have to go down to the strip and they want to drink. And like, I'm like, I am run a business and I'm to bed by like 930 and up at five and or 530. It's like, you know, I'm not on the road with you guys like it was. But uh, he messaged me. He's going to be in town this upcoming weekend for the XFL, and he goes, "I he goes, I'm going to be uh, doing announcing for the Vipers for the XFL for their home game." And I go, "I so I, I this is exactly." I go, "Vegas has an XFL team again." I completely forgot that we have an XFL team. I didn't know the season was getting ready to start, let alone it started yesterday. Completely clueless. I've not seen any commercials. I've not seen anything on social media that it's getting ready to begin. So I'm like, how many other people didn't know? I usually when we when they Vince relaunched it the second time, I constantly saw social media stuff, and I was well aware when it started with everything with that. This I didn't have any any clue on it, but I've heard they've got better TV deals and a relationship with the NFL where this is kind of like a developmental in a way. And I go, oh, this is, they're doing all the right things if they're doing it this way with that. I just wasn't aware with it. I, I didn't, I did watch a little bit when it came back and I will watch now that I know, but Justin kind of asked if I wanted to do something at the game that he would, he could help out maybe if he, if there was, uh, to, who knows, come in and shell shock a mascot or something. And I just said, no, I'm laying low. I actually got to go across town to go get my shoulder worked on by Dr. Carlos on Saturday in the morning. So I ain't driving out there twice. But I uh, I told him, I go, not right now, not till I'm back, not to my shoulder, until I, I get all, like, I go, I just don't care to do any of that stuff. And uh, he go, okay, no, but I go, hopefully we can link up and I at least say hello to you while you're out here. He's getting in a little early. So we're going to we're gonna try to sync up when he gets out here and uh, post a picture together and fuel more rumors to uh, AEW, which me and him, we did talk about Wardlow a little bit, in which Justin, he goes, oh, do you want me to, to, to tell Wardlow that we talked about, and I go, I go, 
if you want. Like, uh, but the uh, Justin's always he's a very good guy. Like he's he's just he's just always looking out, and he's he's a good friend to have with things. And like it, it's me and him have always gotten. He gets along with with pretty much everyone. He's a great great guy with it. But Justin is a big time. Like he likes the spot the spotlight. And like because they, too, he's not he's an out the announcer, right? And even though he, he's well known with that, when you're the talent and the wrestler, you have the whole spotlight pretty much. And so I think Justin and I I, I totally get it. I'd probably be the same way. He enjoys doing other things where in being and getting attention that he deserves, right? With it. Whereas I'm kind of just like, eh, I'm just I'll wait till I'm ready to go again. And I ain't missing out on anything for me. And uh with that, but he's he's a good dude. I, I absolutely we, we talk, we talk a lot when we talk, like I'll talk his ear off. Like it's good. He's fun to talk to. San says, so San's trying to get me heat now. So Ryback, what's your take on uh, Gargano? Johnny Gargano feel like uh, his size and lack of charisma will limit or hinder him on the main roster. So that's a guy. And I, and he and goes out there and, and, He's a great wrestler and, and knows a lot. That's one of the, it's too early to, to say. I think we have to see his development and what kind of storylines and what kind of character. Uh, and I guarantee you, whatever you've seen, he could do more. And But he you got to look, you know, you know, look at a guy. Remember, like, he reminds me of Nunzio a lot for some reason. Nunzio was, was a great worker. And but he was on the smaller side. But even though I think Nunzio Nunzio was bigger than him, I think even if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but anytime you're dealing with a guy where maybe the size is 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 factored in, like you're saying, you know that doesn't mean he can't be a relevant character on TV. And even though he might not be fighting for the the championship, and in, in not to say that he can't at a different point and whatnot. But he doesn't still make a ton of money, and it's just physical acting. You just give it like look at the you you know Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor isn't the the toughest guy in the world. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but in his weight classes, he does very well. He's had massive success in that, right? And that's why you have weight divisions for that stuff. With that, and wrestling is no different in that you don't have to be the biggest guy to be a big star in pro wrestling. With it, it's just a matter of you know what you do when you're you're your time used, how you're booked. Now, if he's just booked to go out there and get, get beat quickly all the time, even that in today's day and age, you could still with your social media, be super popular. If you hustle and do things right. And people understand that you're just doing your job and right with that, but he can, he can physically wrestle. He could do things right. And so it's just a matter of plugging him into the, with the right people, giving him storylines to show more and more character over time to continue to get more and more comfortable in, in the spotlight on that. It, it's just not putting him in miscasting talent. This is all, this, I, I've said this time and time again, the biggest problems we have today, it's miscasting talent because we want to try to make them stars. And we're, we're, we think we have to plug them into the main event. When we do that, we sacrifice the business and we, we hurt ourselves far worse than we go. And I think they're learning. This is if you, a guy like Danhausen that that is very entertaining and, great on social media, we don't need to see him in a match with Wardlow, taking Wardlow to the limit, right? But we could use him on different storylines on TV, make him very relevant on our programming, and he hustles and does his thing on social media. He make, he probably moves good amount of merch, from what I've heard, and does things, and it's good business. 
with it. And I think with Johnny Gargano and, and being with wrestling, and it's up going to be up to him. You can't just rely on wrestling because it's physical acting. It's physical acting of wrestling with it, and it's entertainment. And there's so many other aspects that you need to really to in WWE because it, it is like I'm not saying in, in AEW could be a little different at times and different things, but any talent you want to be is well-rounded in all areas. And I just think it, I, I've not seen anything where I go, oh, he doesn't belong. Or, I've never thought that. I just think it's just a matter of you're plugging him into things where you're putting him in for titles. And when you do that, but it, it, it's that's where you could do that. But I and that was for the U.S. championship. And with the other guys, there's some other guys in, in similar size, right? So maybe that's not as much of an issue. But it's just going to be with guys like that, you just got to be – it's storylines with guys that are in that that realm of what they are, and not trying to say, "Oh, we're gonna we want him to be a big star, so we're gonna," you know. That's like if they did that and they booked him in Roman right away, and Roman's just selling for him, and it's like nothing's different. You've got to, you know what I mean? But he's more believable than someone like Danhausen because Danhausen's not as much. He does a little more of the gimmick, right? And Johnny's more of a wrestler, but. And any story could be told over time. And Daniel Bryan was smaller, even though Dan, Dan was thick and put on even more weight and took it very seriously to be more believable, which I think is something maybe Johnny too. And you, there's nothing wrong with if playing an acting role. You want to, you want to, Cody's done it and tried to slowly beef up a little bit over time to be a little more believable. It helps. It helps. And as a talent, you want talent that are willing to do that, that to, to make people believe because that's to believe more than they would. Is because that's just being a true professional at, at the core with the people that do that with that. And it, but sometimes maybe it's not possible. Maybe the metabolism is too fast, but I don't, I just think if, if that's, it just depends on how he's used and, and what he continues to do. WWE has to have people that are good at losing too. Absolutely. It's all, it's all give and take. This is the, everyone that knows this in pro wrestling, the people that don't know this as much are the fans. And also WWE in a way, doesn't know it when they pay the people that lose, they don't give them as good as contracts. And it's such a silly thing. I've talked about with that whole pay scale on how certain things are figured out. Like you want talents that are, that embrace physical acting that have good attitudes and, and most of the talent do, but like then you, when you start docking their pay because they're actually going out and doing what you told them to do. And like, it's, it's nuts. And there's different situations where guys get in trouble and they get demoted and, and like, right. And like, but it, it's just, it's a, it's always been a weird thing. I really wish, and I wish both all the organizations on those post conference conferences would stress. And I wish the, the interviews were just done. I'm at, at such a stage where I go, I wish the, the interviews weren't done in kayfabe at all. It's all as physical acting and the talent refer to it as roles. Like, just shove it into the media's face and the dirt sheets. And then I think fans, because I think you have to reteach fans because it's stupid. That would eliminate a lot of hate, I feel. Not all of it, by any means. But if if, talent, if, if fans understood or the negative marks that are more hateful and evil, that, guys, this is physical acting all the way around. You don't always have to be happy with the role people are playing, but you take this a little too serious. And, like, you go, oh, I, know, I know it's not real. I, I know it's fake. Well, but Johnny, you just left 50 tweets at different wrestlers saying how stupid and horrible they are because they lost. Was that like, what is that about? You just told that guy to go do that to himself. And like, you know what I mean? And, and 
so it's uh i would shove it down their throats and they're like look at this is just physical acting this is the role i play I'm very grateful for the role i got to go out you know i'm sammy Zayn talking about my uh you know no roman reigns talking about you know my title defense in montreal elimination chamber against sammy Zayn, and it's uh and, and you know yeah what a role to be in to, to be able to play this role of champion for 400 and something days 500 something days blah 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 and to be able to go out there and and to be able to have an audience, you know, that were, were into the match as much as they were. And, uh, you know, really Sammy really, really being into him in his hometown. And, you know, how grateful I am to be able to be chosen as the one to be able to come out victorious tonight. It's a good feeling. I have no problem with with people answering like that. And the WWE and AEW shouldn't either. Because what it does is it reminds people that we, hey, we're just physical actors going out there. The the And I think it's okay. Everyone knows this. It's okay to teach this because it will it will – it will it will stop the hate in a lot of ways if people understand from a young age that these people are human beings going out there doing their job and they're all winners. They're all winners. They're the winners competing at the highest level in their field with it, and they're not. And they, to get hate and to get for it, and then it makes talents insecure at times with things and, and not. You know what I mean? So I think those post event press conferences should be done real, where people and remind people that hey, this is physical acting. You know, and that, and you know, like, hey, answering Sammy, you know, how how does it feel to come out uh, in 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 to lose in your hometown, rather than just him giving a be, you know, well, you know, it really let everybody down, and you know, I thought I had this, and no, he goes, you know what, man, what a special moment this was. I got to go out there tonight, and how many talents could say they get to go do this in their hometown, and, and, and to be be cheered for and just loved with such passion, and you know. Man, what a great feeling! What to go be able to go out and to and, you know put Roman over, and he's he's going to continue to go on on this unbelievable one of the greatest title reigns we've ever had. To be a part of that, and to be a part of this storyline, you know, and to play this role, oh man, it, it, just truly blessed. There's, I think that's better to do the the interviews out of character and be genuine and real and remind people this. And I think it completely. But when the show is on, the show is on. But we've let the curtain open, and I think it's it would just cut down on a lot of hate. And I get you're going to want to do advanced storylines at times and, and whatnot, but I think when the times when you're just let them be themselves and there's no heat and going out there and and just just answer genuinely and let's remind everybody and all these dirt sheet people that come up with all these hateful things that, guys, there really are no winners and losers in this. It's physical acting, right? You don't, you know, when when – when Arnold, you know, in, in, in Terminator One, when he he got killed at the end, and, and his the Terminator and, and was shut off, right by Kyle and, and Sarah, Sarah Connor, with that, it, did did Arnold did Arnold lose? No, he went out there and played his role, and he he connected with everybody because people respect, and they they didn't look at man, he really he should he didn't win that, he didn't come out the survivor of that Terminator, but yet he made all the Terminators, he was in all of them. And his role changed in them, right? With it, but so that, if you had that mindset with pro wrestlers, it would, it would, it would just create more love for all these great talents that are doing this and sacrificing their health and their their, their personal lives and their time away from home and taking risks, traveling all the time, going everywhere. Like it would just put the shift on them. And these talents are all amazing, and they're just all going out there doing their role. And I, and you're still going to get the people that in third, but it's going to cut down on that a good amount too.
What's going on? Good to see you guys. Uh, yeah, I have all the action figures. I have a lot of the memorabilia they made up in a game, my game room, and uh, somebody threw a TikTok hat on me. The uh, I like that TikTok hat. Put that back on. Uh, I, I've got the, a lot of my memorabilia uh, upstairs in my game room up there. And then I've got some stuff down here in the in the podcast studio. Uh, what is your take on Braun Breaker getting booed and kind of getting the same reaction uh, from the crowd as Cena did? Uh, should they turn him heel? The uh, so I haven't seen a lot of NXT. So me and Braun follow each other. I like Braun a lot, and uh, I was big fans of, of 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 the Steiner brothers growing up, and then uh, both Rick and Scott in, in WCW. But when Scott went to Big Papa Pomp is when I I was a huge fan of his. It was I I, I to this day he's still one of my all time favorite pro wrestlers, and, and somebody like I would like just his physicality and believability and. Uh, and everything, and just uh, I love the erratic promos, and it just and the whole deal. Like it's, um, and I think he he he's he comes from that same DNA, and he's he, like just a, a spitting image of them, right? And and uh, of Rick and, and Scott, I, I I'd, I'd say. Uh, and I like I, like that's my he wrestles like that's my, my favorite style that the hybrid. Uh, powerhouse of to, like that's the to me that's the best style to have to get as over as possible and uh it just it, it works like roman's a version of it everyone kind of has their own kind of version of it and, and and modifies it but not a lot of guys do it you gotta you gotta have something to you to do it and uh i love him man and it's but people he's being he's being pushed and people and this is what we lose live in this day and age with and he got cheered by everybody everybody loved him and then it's it's like becoming more what people perceive to be more and more successful or whatever it is longer on TV, and uh, and then they, they they start they start you know changing their feeling as far as the the TV audience or things and you know on that even online with it, but he, he's probably more loved than ever. He probably has more followers and more people that love him than ever. But with that, the more popular you get, the more hate you get. It's just the way it, it's just because we are more people or aware that you exist. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think they have to do anything in NXT with him. If they, unless they want, they want, you know, so I will say this. I'll actually kind of pull back on that a little bit. Uh, it wouldn't be a horrible thing to turn him heel. If you want to do that in NXT to give him a little more development and practice on something, because he is very new, but he's picked it up very quickly, but you only experience is the only way to, to, to just get better. Like me, I, I think my first time. I was almost always babyface in, in developmental uh, coming in. I, I FCW, I had a brief, the brief Ryback was, was a heel briefly. That was the first time I ever worked heel in developmental. And I was out injured with the shoulder. It was very little. And then I was back to Skip Sheffield, babyface the whole way through, all the way up to WWE. And then Nexus was, again, the first, like, that was my first time going heel was Nexus on TV with that, with those guys. And then is in, in, but that was with a bunch of guys. So I wasn't on my own, like Ryback on TV, Bowley Ryback was, was initially that in turning on Cena was the beginning of me ever being a heel really, truly I, and not Ryback Terminator. Ryback didn't speak. 
like or very little and it was uh so i think if you could get experience but i i was fine with it i i thought i i thrived but it was that's you're up there like you better figure it out there's nothing wrong with your investment having him kind of get that experience even if it's just for a three four five six month period to be a heel in nxt it, it could go along kind of you, you with the with to, to, that would be the, the main reason for doing it unless uh it was just so overwhelming and they, they unless they have plans and they don't want to divert from those plans like we never know what that the end goal could be but but if it was something that was just really really uh, like it was like this is really stopping things from moving forward you know you could let them get that experience down there but we've seen it when you guys people were booing roman forever right and then, then it took him getting leukemia and having that that come back. And, and then people, I think that drastically cut down on the hate that he got because people felt guilty to boo him again, whether they wanted to or not with it. But when he finally, they turned him heel. And then now he's bigger than ever because they, they that kind of, they people wanted that for so long. So um, you could do that with Braun and NXT just to get the experience, or you could wait and, build it up and come back to get the baby face run on TV and then wait and do it. Cause it'll happen on TV too, on, on the bigger shows over time. Eventually, if he had that same kind of push most likely, and then, you know, you could, you could, you can try it then switch, do the switch there, but it, all that kind of stuff depends man on that. But I, I am big on, you can't just go with whatever the crowd on like any little thing, but over time and like, you know, like the Sami Zayn situation, he's really over right now. And is really connected to the people. And if they were to kind of try to take that away, people and if people voice their frustration, that's the kind of thing where it's like, no, this was just like the biggest thing. Like we gotta, you know. So there's levels to it too on when it should be done, when it shouldn't be done, and is it something that's happening happening consistently over a, a long enough period of time to warrant a change? Because anytime too you make a shift in a character change, you're you're going a different direction and a lot of different things. From merchandising and and, and uh, just how you uh, marketing and just there's different things that that affects uh, over time too. Yeah, Gargano and NXT was hit was a different animal. That success and developmental doesn't translate to the main roster always. Look at Cross. And I've said this to you guys, why the reason is the WWE TV audience has seen every major star. You they have seen everybody depending on their age. And like that fan base is the hardest fan base to get to love and hate you. Like as far as at a at a to get them to care about you one way or the other. It is you gotta be ready with it, right? It is it is not. It is not an easy thing either direction. Like if you're not in two to be invested in, and there's a lot that goes into it. NXT is developmental still, and developmental it could be a good indicator of things. But there's still there's things that just happen to happen. It can take longer for certain talents with the main roster and TV, and, and it's up to the company how long, how patient are they going to be, and and this and that. But you're getting compared to every talent in the history that's competed with that. So the the, the it's. They they're just harder. They're harder on you. Then they the people are a little more forgiving, I think, in, in developmental and things. And that's a smaller fan base, and that's a fan base that is kind of they're 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 rooting for the person, and, and they they know that's a kind of their job to, to help encourage 
and be supportive of, of the, and they get pride and joy out of doing that. And it's a, it's a small select group of fans with that. But when you get thrown out of that main roster, you're in the shark tank. And then and, and, and in all aspects from business to professional levels to, to the fans with it. And you got to just, you just got to, you got to have that dog in you, as they say. <laughs> yeah, no sell the kayfabe. I'm no selling the kayfabe. There's levels to it, you know. You want to always just be aspects of your character into um, when you you want to be. That's up to the people to see if that there's aspects of your character uh, when you when you do things. Ryback, this is a question here: How to be happy? In life, knowing the grim reality that your parents, spouse, friends are eventually going to be gone one day. We're all going to be gone. And I've, I've thought about this. And life is about trying. You don't have to do anything. You can. You, that's looking at it. And that's. You are. So the, from what you said and what you're doing is. And, and I've thought about this, and it's it's true. None of us can deny that. With it. Um, it it's going to happen to each and every one of us. We're at some point in time and. We're going to be gone, whether we're alone or or whether we have other people there for us and we're going to be leaving them. And like I said, mentioned earlier in the show, one of the things that helps me is looking at death in a positive way, that you're being reunited with all your past, all your ancestors, your grandparents, your all your animals, your pets, anything, fr family, friends that have all passed on. You, you, we are reconnecting right with that. And, and from what we know, you know, I could be completely I don't I don't know. This is just my opinion on what I what I think and our energy when we're connected and our ego is lifted and and it's just it it's it's just from everything I've seen and read, the most amazing experience from people that have near death experiences or passed and somehow come back to life. And like I do believe because there's similarities in their stories with things that that like I choose to view it in a, as positive way as possible. But one of the things that that helps me, and I understand, we if we got to try to, this is we're having a, a positive mindset can can drastically change our lives and going one day at a time, trying to keep a positive, optimistic mindset. But life is about trying, and I have this written on my my goal boards because there's always when we find ourselves kind of looking, oh, we're, what's the point? We're all just gonna die and do this and that. Yeah, but yes, we are. And that's going to be a great experience and we're going to move on. But so while we're here, life is such a blessing and joy like when we are in the right mindset and when we can unlock happiness and start finding ways to be genuinely happy. And, and a lot of that is with interactions with people, having love, loving relationships or, or animals and things that we love and care for. We get all these cool moments of being human and getting to experience this stuff of consciousness. We don't really know what, what exists on the other side, like I said, but I choose to believe it's going to be very positive and optimistic, and it's going to be a great experience with it in, in that. So that kind of helps lighten that load a little bit on it. But it, it, in the meantime, it's like I've lived such a cool, amazing life and got to do some amazing, cool things and feel alive and have like the, the euphoric feelings that, you know, after a, whether it's going and competing and main eventing a show and You've just got thousands of people cheering for you. And like, just like I'm pouring water on me and I'm out there and like nerves, everything. You never feel more alive. It's like one of the cool, I wish everyone could experience it. And like, like that, like there's these, all these cool things. And 
I get such a euphoric feeling from working out and feeling a sense of accomplishment from when I would anything, anything when I go do boxing classes and jujitsu, Muay Thai, when I go do those, it was such a sense of accomplishment and, and having these interactions with people. And that's where I say life is about trying. So we don't know what our time length is going to be on how much time we're going to have to try. So, but when we just go, I'm just going to go one day at a time and try. I'm just going to try to do the things I enjoy. I'm going to try to find happiness because it, it suits me better to do that than to just say, what's the point? I'm going to die. Why am I going to eat healthy? We're just going to die. Why am I going to uh, go go get a pet and, and I'm going to die? Like there, you're now living in a state of fear and you're now allowing fear to, to keep you frozen and you're not experiencing life. You're not experiencing different emotions and energy. And, and that's where it too, like, having enough relationships in the real world and trying to do things from time to time and right. And to, to experience life. And it, it, it gives you these feelings of being alive. And that's what, that's what life is, is about with that. And so it, it, life is about trying. And I want you to write that down and, and life is about trying and it's up to you. You got to pick and choose what you want to try and what you want to try to do each and every day. And um, if you find yourself getting down and, Remind yourself, you know, life is about trying. I think I'm going to go try to do this today. And, and the, the emotions, you know, you go and help you go distribute food for a couple hours or a few hours on a weekend. And I've done this multiple times and things. And, and you have a real sense of, of, of being grateful, the things that you have when you see what other people don't have. And you also are helping people. You're serving people. And you kind of put the ego aside and you... You form, you have that energy. You can feel it. It's just a feeling, and I can't, it can't really do it justice trying to explain it. But, but you do that, and then you, you have, you feel this sense of accomplishment, and you kind of, under, like, and that's kind of what a positive mindset. These things, these things are feeling good, and they, it can allow things, and you can experience cool, cool things on this planet if you try. And that would be my advice to you on how to view that, and in those relationships that we invest in while we're alive, we get to, when we pass on, be with those relationships forever by all accounts. Right. So that's just, it's just the mindset on it. And, it, but you're not, you're not wrong. We're all going to be gone at some point. And, uh, and, but, but who says being gone is bad. It's just, that's kind of a, it's a fear thing. And there's a lot that goes into it. And, but if we kind of look at it in a more positive light, I think it helps lighten that load a little bit. Let me see here. Yeah, Cross, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. You say, I think Cross is very talented and his gimmick should work, but getting over seems to be uh, his main problem. And we'll just have to give it time. And I, I did a segment on him. I think we have another one of the clips on, on the show more in detail on that. And I think I give a pretty good explanation of things and a breakdown on it. If you want to check that out, um, I, I would suggest that. And, uh, leave a comment what you think and I'll see if I, I see it bring it up or, or next time you're on here if you have any more specific questions off of that but um it's not easy in, in getting a connection with the fans it's 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 that unexplainable x factor that it factor and it, it sometimes we it, it just it could take time 
And other times it just isn't, isn't there at the end it's being judged by that WWE audience that has seen everything. And so it can, it's, you know, you've got to take that into account. Stratos, thank you. Go, hey, right back. Haven't seen your lives for a while. Just wondering if you're still vegan. I've been vegan now for five months. Congratulations. And so I was vegan 13, 14 months, and then I added eggs in it. So that's avo vegetarian with it. Um, and then I just recently, but every once in a blue moon, I would do chicken wings as a treat for myself for the week on a, on a no-carb day at the end of a day uh, on that. Or breaking the fast with the BCAAs. Uh, and I, but I... I am primarily plant-based on, on the majority all throughout the week on that. And what I just recently did on the, and I talked about it on there on the, and what I'm probably going to do moving forward, even though YouTube, this video this week is not taken off. Um, and this, I have, I have ongoing things going on with YouTube on that is the feeding time videos doing popular food places because their YouTube is partners with all the big companies, the fast food companies, and they distribute their videos a lot better than small vegan places that are not known their individual restaurants with it. And, and I need to be seen as much as possible. So I've, and I've, and I've chosen, I've given this a lot of thought and I've talked about it on here. It is, I have to do whatever I can to be seen. So I did like that new Cardi B and offset, which I didn't even know that was her husband. It was just, it was, I go, Oh my God, this just came out. I could be on top of this. I was the second, I think YouTube video at the time, outside of that review bra guy to get that up. But YouTube is not distributing it. And uh, it is performing very poorly on uh, that I thought was going to have a chance to go viral, which it will, can still, but we'll have to see. But I think I'm going to, it gives me a better chance of being seen more still than always doing the vegan videos if I eat regular, the regular fast food places, mm -hmm. just as my cheat meal and not go too crazy. On it, and but my but the way the way I think I'm going to look at this is for me to is hopefully my views go way up and my numbers go way up again, which is just better for me. But as I always talk about the plant based diet and the vegan diet and, and and consuming this and how it's helped me, I'll have an opportunity to talk to more people that maybe would never even look at it that way. That as opposed to who just shut out vegan videos altogether. So the message can be reach more people and it, it won't be something that, that has to be done forever, hopefully, but can solve multiple problems here. And, uh, but I'm primarily plant-based. I can't call myself vegan eating that stuff, even just every once in a while, et cetera. Uh, and avo vegetarian is, is, uh, eating a vegan diet with eggs essentially on it, which is what I did for a good period of time after the vegan and whatnot. Words specifically get you shadow banned outside of like cuss words don't get you shadow banned or anything, guys. Hello, hello. And yeah, we will uh we'll talk about the the, the Jay White and Kenny Omega stuff on tomorrow's Ryback show. I didn't, we've gone a little long today and I didn't get to that yet. So I'll save that for tomorrow's show. If you bring that up, please. With that sauce, God in the house. 
But with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's today's episode. I've got to get out and do some things. I appreciate all your love and support and your questions. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition premium supplement line there on feedmemore.com. If you don't want supplements, we got 13 different ones on there, guys. We've got the, the Feed Me More merchand, the merchandise store on there as well on that with all the ball caps and all the accessories and drinkware and tank tops and hoodies and beanies and sweaters and workout accessories. So check that out. All the discount codes are in the description in the comments. And uh, until next time, my friends, which next time will be tomorrow, stay hungry, feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.